a reading from the second letter of Peter, chapter 1, from verse 16. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honour and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased, we ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Peter's is a very ordinary life. He was a fisherman. He was brought up in Galilee. Galilee was a bit of a backwater, so nobody really concerned themselves about there. And to be a fisherman was to do what everybody else around Galilee seems to do. It meant that you'd spend your nights out on the sea of Galilee, fishing away by night so that you're not overheated by the sun and so that your shadows from the boat don't scare away the fish. You'd spend your days fixing your nets or laying out the fish and trying to preserve them so they could be traded around. It was a pretty everyday thing. Yet his writings are preserved for us in the scriptures. His writings are still published. His writings are still sold throughout the world and have been translated into many hundreds of languages. What is it that made the fisherman this great writer? Well, Peter's quite clear in the passage. It's because of what he encountered. It's because of his time he spent with Jesus. We don't follow cleverly devised myths, he says. No, he wants to be sure that you know, and I'll read it to you, that he saw these things. We were eyewitnesses of his majesty. It's his eyewitness account that separates him out. Now, in this passage here, he's got an eye back onto the transfiguration. And this is the last Sunday before Lent. And the church normally reads about the transfiguration on the first Sunday before Lent. Because when we get to Lent, we look towards the crucifixion and the suffering of Christ. And so it's good to be reminded before we get there of Christ's glorious nature. It was before he went down to Jerusalem with his disciples for that fateful final week that Jesus was transfigured as if to say to his disciples, you will see what will come. You will see my body being beaten and mutilated. You will see me being executed. But this is who I am, the glorified son of God. And it's that experience that changed Peter. It's that experience that transformed him from a fisherman to a fearless disciple, transformed him from one who denied Christ to one who stood up at Pentecost and preached to thousands. It's that experience that set him apart. And then he was able to understand afresh all of the Old Testament. There at the transfiguration was Moses and Elijah. And Peter recognises that those prophets of old, well, they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. They prophesied not simply to their own day, but also of the Christ who was to come, the Christ whom 
of whom he was an eyewitness. In the end, we can read all the scriptures, and that's good. In the end, we can know all the transforming theology, and that is good. But in the end, it's as we encounter Christ, as we pray, as we listen, as we follow Christ, as we rely upon Christ, that these things become richer to us. Because we don't follow cleverly devised myths. We follow a person who is witnessed by many thousands, a person whose teachings and life are witnessed and set down for us in the scriptures. We follow not an idea, but a fact. And as we encounter that fact, that person, that Christ, then we are changed.